So these words that we just heard, I do not condemn you, they represent the justice of Jesus, which is the justice of, the, of, of God through saw through the eyes of Jesus. You know, we need to be very honest. If you open the Bible from the first page to the last one, it seems that you don't have always the same God. Above all, in the Old Testament, you know, it seems that we have a different God. The God of hosts. The God that uh, wanted to destroy, you know, the earth at the time of Noah. The God who destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. The God, the God of Egypt. The one who destroyed the Pharaoh with his army. And then you have the God of Jesus. So is he the same God? Of course he is. But he's the same God that in the Old Testament you, you look at him through the eyes of the people of Israel, which is still a people in search of God, just like we are in search of God. Nobody saw God, right? Only only the, the Son of Man, Jesus says. Only Jesus saw the Father. So we are all in search of God. And in the New Testament, you know, that's why, you know, we stand when we, when we listen to the gospel. We stand because we have the fullness of truth in the gospel. So through the eyes of Jesus, we can look at the real face of God without those masks that, uh, that we, we put on the face of God sometimes. So we have the Pharisees and the scribes, you know, as you, as you heard in this chapter 8 of John, that they go to Jesus. We are in the temple area. You know that the temple of Jerusalem, which, which uh, was destroyed, you know, in, in this, in the, 70 after Christ, so by the Romans. So you know that uh, it was uh, uh, built this way. You had the central part that was a sanctuary, you know, and that was the place where there were the sacrifices offered, right? And then all around that, there was a big space, you know, it's the temple area, okay? So Jesus is, is in this temple area. So he's not in the sanctuary, but he's in the temple area outside. And in that area, there are several things, several important things. One of those is the Sanhedrin, the place where the Pharisees gathered. That was nothing else but a tribunal. In fact, you know, the Pharisees, they were judges. Uh, there were 71 judges who gathered, you know, the Pharisees. <clears throat> and they were judging, you know, uh, just like, you know, the judges of today. So Jesus is there in that area around the temple. And they, they just found this case of a woman caught in adultery. 
yes, we, we could wonder why it is only the woman, because usually, you know, adultery is something that is committed, in, it's two people, you know, it takes. You cannot do that alone. So we, we don't know why you don't have the man there. Okay. But uh, that, that could be a first good question. So they decided to bring to Jesus only the woman. And so the question is, the justice of the Old Testament, the justice that Moses gave to us in the law, says that this woman has to die. What's your justice? This is the question. And the answer to Jesus is silence. As you, as you heard, you know, he sat and he started to write with his finger in the ground. So, if he was writing, we suppose that there must be some sand, you know? Otherwise, how do you write? What was he writing? You know, uh, the, the, there, are, there are some fathers of the church that they were supposing what Jesus was writing. Like uh, Jerome, you know, uh, the one who, who translated the Bible in Latin, you know, Saint Jerome, he, he supposes, you know, Jesus looking uh, at those people around him, bringing this woman, so Jesus could see the sins of everybody. And so Jerome supposes that he was writing the sins of everybody. You know, uh, and this could be absolutely possible. <clears throat> and then, and then he stands stand up and talk. You know, as as we know, okay. So let let the one among you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. And so, and so at that point, everybody started listening to his conscience, and everybody laughed. But what it is, this, this writing of Jesus on the sand? Well, we know that in the Bible, in the Old Testament, uh, we have the finger of God that writes not on sand, but writes on the stone, writes on the rock, the rock of the tablets of the Ten Commandments, you know, the finger of God writing on stone. And those commandments, you know, you, you cannot change. You know, those are forever. Uh, that law you have also in your heart. You know, because when, when we were created, God put the law in our heart, his law in our heart. That's why you know. You know what is good and what is right. When we go to confession or to spiritual direction and we say, you know, Father, I don't know what to do. Well, if you look inside of yourself, you, you, you do know what to do. The problem is that what our conscience is suggesting us usually is tough. It's difficult to achieve. And so that's why we prefer to say, I don't know what to do. Because what, I, what my conscience is telling me is too much. Um, so God is writing with his finger on the rock, uh, uh, our law that you cannot change, that is equal for everybody and for every situation, the Ten Commandments. But for that moment, you know, we have that woman that committed adultery, 
And she was supposed to die by that law, the law of Moses. But Jesus is writing for her a new law, a new law on sand. A law on sand, with it, still with the finger of God, the finger of Jesus, that is writing the law of charity and the law of forgiveness. It's the law of mercy that Jesus is writing for her. Yes, of course, you know, we, we are many times in the same situation when we have our laws. But there, then you are called to think about the law of charity, the law of mercy, and the law of forgiveness. Otherwise, you will not go out of it. Because maybe you have your friend, your good old friend, that betrayed you. You know? And out of what he did, you're supposed not to forgive him. But here today, you know, Jesus is telling us, why don't you change your rules, your strict rules, the rules of your stony heart, and you write another law, which is the law of mercy. This is our God, and this is what God wants us to be. So let us learn today this lesson, the lesson of Jesus, that with mercy was able to save, you know, that woman. When Jesus says, I do not condemn you, so he wants us to do exactly the same, we shouldn't condemn anybody, but use the same mercy of God.